0: So, y'all can give me input from wherever you are in the preparation stage. Let me pray, and then we will begin, and this shall be good. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for this day. We commit our uh, Bible study and service time to you, and just continue to reveal your word to us with signs following. In everything we do, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, we're going to be, I I don't, I think he went through verse 9. Who remembers? What did he do last week? 6 through 9, if I remember correctly. Anybody remember? Well, I'm doing 7 through 12, so if we overlap, it's okay, right? We can do more scripture, the better. Hallelujah. Do you agree? Do you agree right here? (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, so I'm going to read 7 through 12, and then we'll, we'll just kind of delve into it. Hallelujah. It says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will ...according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will that we who trust in Christ should be for the praise of his glory. So that, that uh, is a lot of theological words, I know. But let's kind of go into it and uh, go phrase by phrase as we study the scripture and see what we can apply to our daily walk in him. Verse 7 verse says it's in him that everything we do, if we want it to go well, needs to be in Christ and and grounded in the Word of God. People get into error when they get away from the Scripture and start putting their own ideas into it. I found early in ministry, the more I preach the Word and let the Word preach itself, the better and more fruit I would get. Uh, It's when, when I would get away from the Scripture and start to Put my own ideas into play that things would not be as fruitful. So that's the first point, that we are to be grounded in him. He's supposed to be the foundation, that, the rock that we can stand on. Amen? Okay, good. I'm just seeing if y'all are listening. <laughs> he's the rock. And he's a rock that will not be shaky. You've, you've heard that preached, I'm sure. That when we trust in him... He won't disappoint us. He won't uh, lead us astray. We, we go astray when we put our own ideas into play. So it's in him first. We have redemption through that precious blood of Jesus. Uh, I've, I continue to tell the church body, I do communion every day. My fian- now fiance and I do communion every day. I mean, we, we miss some days here and there, but we try to do communion every day. The, the broken body and the blood of Jesus, we proclaim that. And, and we're seeing the fruit of it. We think it is producing a good foundation for us to do it every day when we can. So I continue to encourage y'all. You build it into your schedule. Just take a piece of bread and whatever juice you like to use and proclaim the broken body of Jesus and the shed blood of Calvary's cross and apply it to your heart daily. And I think you'll see the benefit of that. So it's all redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And we're so grateful for that. That produces the forgiveness of sin. Aren't we glad for that? Good, I got two, two yeses, yay. We are so glad that we have forgiveness. Our past does not have to run, run us down. Remember when you did this wrong, when you did that wrong. We can allow the forgiveness of heaven to cleanse our heart daily. I mean, I sin daily, right? We, we all struggle, but praise God, we can take any uh, broken sin or commandment to the cross of Calvary, and he cleanses us in a fresh new way, uh, as we apply the blood so that that is a precious fruit of salvation you don't have to be guilty for your past been there done that got the t-shirt like we ought to say yeah we've got we got five t-shirts you know here's what I did wrong and he, he wants us to throw all the t-shirts away because when he forgives it does he remember it again no it's gone the, the slate is clean again The more we apply the blood, the more the forgiveness covers our past sin. And it says here, according to the riches of his grace. So is there a limit on the grace of heaven? Is there a limit? This is what y'all talk. Is there a limit on grace? Not at all. Not at all. His, his mercies, the scripture says, are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Have you, I've told people before, have you had the worst day in the world and woke up and it's like a new day, right? The problem is when we let the past bad day creep into the next day. Have you, how many have done that and have the t-shirt? You messed up so many times, you, you relive yesterday. Oh, if I'd have done this, it would have been better. Does that work out very well? Not at all. It it just makes your past keep following you. You're just supposed to let a new day be a new day and let his freshness. That's why I love waking up in the morning because yesterday's gone. I can't redo it. Can't revisit it. Can't fix it. I mean, I can ask forgiveness for whatever mistake, but I can't redo whatever I did. All I can do is fall upon his grace. So his grace is new. His mercy is new. The scripture says every morning, which he made to abound toward us in all the wonderful wisdom and prudence he gives. When you don't know what to do, it's okay to ask God. I know that sounds so simple, but how, do, how often have you tried to figure it out on your own? Anybody, anybody have that T-shirt? Tried to figure it out on your own. And it, you just, man, I just don't know what to do. Well, why don't you ask God? Novel idea. Let's ask God what to do. Because he wants to tell us. He wants to give us wisdom and understanding how to serve him better. I don't know where in our mentality we don't, we don't think he wants us to ask him. It's all through the scripture. We're supposed to ask, seek, and knock actually in one place. So he, he wants to give wisdom and make known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure. He has great plans for each of you. You, you little ones here. He has great plans for you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? He has great plans. He already knows what you're going to do 20 years from now. Isn't that Amazing. 20 years from now, he already knows what he's going to lead you if you follow him. Now, if you go your own way, be a lot of bad roads. But what if you say, I'm going to go all the way with him? He already knows what 20 years are going to look like. Because of his, his wonderful plans that he has for you. So he's going to do that. He's going to reveal the mystery of that will. He's going to show what is best. And it's better than you can think or imagine the scripture says. His plans are better than I could ever make them. So I stopped making plans about five years ago. Remember, I had all the perfect plans written out. Anybody ever done this? God, if you'll do it this way, this way, and this way, it would be so perfect. And he's never picked my plan. Maybe he's picked yours, but he's never picked mine. So I said, I think I'll wait on his plan. So I stopped making my own plans about five years ago and just waited on the best he has. And his always work out better. Don't always understand them, but they always work out better. So he's going to give you the mystery of his will. He's going to tell you what he wants you to do, which he's purposed in himself so that something will be true. In the dispensation of the fullness of the time, he might gather together together. In one, all things in Christ. He might gather together every plan you've ever had, put it under the blood of Jesus, and let emerge what glorifies him the most. Some of our plans, if we've lived them out, glorify us. And that's okay, but he wants to be glorified. That's why he'll pick the different plan, if that makes sense. Like I said, most of my plans I figured out would have glorified me more. And so (laughs) now I realize he he still wants to get the glory in what we do. And the more we yield to that, the better. So it's going to be all together in him, both in heaven and on earth. These things will happen because of Calvary's cross. Verse 11, in him also we have obtained an inheritance of being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. What's the phrase? What does it say? Thy will be what? On earth as it is in heaven. He wants the best that you could ever imagine That's already going up in glory, happening in glory to happen down here, bringing heaven to earth. You ever thought about that? God wants to bring heaven to earth right now. Does that mean miracles have passed away? No, sadly, some said no miracles happen anymore. I'm going to preach about that tonight. But when the Apostle John died on the Isle of Patmos, all miracles ceased, some said. Can you imagine? when that last apostle took his last breath there was no more miracles and we were just on our own kind of does that make sense to anybody no it doesn't does it but that's what was that and that was what was said that's that's how it was said we don't need the gifts of the spirit anymore cuz we're in the dispensation of grace i don't know why that would mean no gifts but that's what they would say can you imagine we're in the dispensation of grace. We don't need the nine, the nine gifts anymore. Y'all are quiet. Anybody happy for the nine gifts? I, I get excited a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> all, we feel, Pastor feels, all nine gifts are going to be flowing in this place. I don't know which gift you will flow in, and it's always according to his will, but we feel like all nine of them, will be flowing throughout the congregation in a regular manner. And so we're asking you to pray, God, what gifts do you want to activate in me and use in me to bless the kingdom of heaven? Has anybody prayed that prayer? What What gifts of the spirit do you want to activate in me to bless the body? You've done that or no? Then you should do that. Have you done that? You should do that. Have you done that? No, although I have prayed for people that God healed. Okay. One, one, okay, I was at the church one day. Okay. Okay. Him, so I'm like, okay. I his hand, for his nephew, okay. God. He said, mm-hmm. I'm so he said you know what um, his nephew he took to the hospital and okay. they checked him out and he didn't have uh, cancer no more. okay so God used you in the gift of healing so what What if you made yourself available every day even my little friends here could could God use you yes he could right do you have to wait till you're my age to be used of God No, praise God. It doesn't matter what age you are, but we should pray. This is an important point. You should pray every day, no matter what your age, what gifts of the Holy Spirit do you want to use me in today, just like our friend. You should be ready to... God uses me in healing, in healing prayer. That's one of my gifts. Healing prayer, miracle prayers is what I'm used in. So I look for opportunities to do just like my friend. So you should do the same thing. Or I'm used, as y'all know, prophetically. So I look for opportunities to prophesy the word of the Lord. And it happens, you know, when you're not ready, maybe, I guess. But you just have to be willing and obedient. And the scripture said, what will happen? You'll eat the best of the land, Isaiah 119. If you're willing and obedient. Did it say you had to have a theology degree for that to be true? That's what the church is taught. If you've got a theology degree, then the God will use you. But the scripture doesn't teach that. You don't have to have a degree in theology for the Holy Spirit to, to manifest. It's whosoever will obey him, he will use. See a moment. Think about it. <laughs> so that's your that's your assignment this week is to pray. Which two or three gifts? He could use you in all nine. I don't know. I'm not going to limit God. Typically, two or three gifts, God begins to stir in your life. That you're regular. You could be used in all nine at some point in your life. But typically, two or three typically happen again and again. And you, you will see that manifest. So begin asking what those two or three are. Yes? God never runs out when comes to forgiveness, though, right? But no right no you don't worry about that friend he he has unlimited forgiveness for us do you have to be perfect for god to use you no, aren't we glad? I, there's a mentality, okay, when I'm perfect, then I'll go pray healing. Well, which, how many days would you do that? Would you, Like zero? Because you'll, you'll get up in the morning, I've tried to do it. I, get, oh, I live this perfect day and everything goes perfect and I don't get upset when they, they drive in front of me. I do all the things perfect. By the end of the day, I felt like, oh, I missed it. How can God use me? And that was the wrong standard. I should have just said, God, here I am. I send me. I'm willing and I'm obedient. And I've had my worst day. And then someone will call and I'll, I'll get the word of the Lord to them. Even when I'm imperfect, God still flows in the gifts. Okay. So don't wait till you're perfect to be used. Just just be willing. Those are the two standards. Be willing and obedient. Right. I used to go to the club with my mother. Okay. So Good Yeah, you that's know. the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know, into it, but I mean there you go. I talk to God, like, oh, That's what you do. We'll keep keep what is your name again, friend? Gerald. 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 Gerald, we're gonna keep praying for you to to grow and be used in all gifts. So that that is what you should have written in your notes and then Next week, I'm going to ask you what God said. Which three gifts of the Spirit are you supposed to be used in? I'm going to ask you. You going to be ready? Okay. (laughs) Question, go. Okay, the nine gifts are... Let me go read them to you so I get all of them correctly. Let me find them. Let me see. 1 Corinthians 12. Look here. 1 Corinthians 12, here's the reference. And starting in verse 4, there's diversity of gifts in the same spirit, difference of ministries, but the manifestation is given for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another, gifts of healing, which I, I and my friend flow in. To another, working of miracles. It's, it was prophesied 20 years ago by Pastor Robert Morris of Gateway Church. I'd be using the miraculous. Yes, and it, and it's starting. It, I thought he missed it. You know, you remember you, someone looks at you. You're going to be using this. And you look at yourself and the gift and think, no way under heaven would that ever happen. I thought he missed it, but... And nothing happened for 20 years until two years ago and it started happening. The gifts, the, you know, praying for miracles started happening two years ago. And so, oh, he really hit it. He nailed it. So that's the one working miracles. Another prophecy which I flow in. I don't do this next one, but I'm sure some of you do. Discerning of spirits. Anybody out there discerning of spirits people? Nobody yet? You right here? I'm not surprised. Anybody else discerning of spirits? It's like deliverance, but it's more like you look at a person and you see—you know exactly why they're struggling. You'll know what stronghold is keeping them from God's best. I don't do that well. I was, you know, I was in, a, I was in a, a jail ministry one time. I'm preaching and going big time with this guy. And my friend later said, did you see all the, the demons in him? I saw nothing. I just kept preaching the word. And they, they, they saw about four or five demons manifest in the guy. I thought, I didn't see anything. So I don't flow in that gift of discerning of spirits, but maybe some of you do. do. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I've not seen it, but tell me about it. Yeah, it's an old school movie, but this guy is preaching, and he'd ha- he was to do this. Oh, I see. It was bright. It, it right. it's, it's maybe a to see this is, you know, false, false prophet, yeah. False prophet, so. That would be a discerning of spirits, yeah. You'd, you'd be able to see clearly through the facade what was really going on. Like I say, I don't flow on that. Zena does. Who else raised your hand? You flow and you do. When you look at people, you can know what they're doing. Good, bad or indifferent. Okay. Then he will tell you how to do that. Now, I was telling, telling Megan this, the gift of prophecy. Let me just to, just to give an example, how this works. I was very critical as a young, young guy. I was very critical, because I would look at people and I would say, "Don't they see if they do this, this, and this, their life would be perfect?" I would get very, and then I'd look at somebody else and I'd see three things they could do better. don't they see it? I got so bitter about it. like i I, I can tell you how to fix your life if you'll listen to me. <laughs> and then the Lord showed me that was the gift of prophecy. Because the people I'm looking at can't see what I'm seeing because they don't have that that gift. And so when I would look at them and I knew it was prophecy, I turned it around and I go, hey, the Lord is telling me if you'll read their scripture regularly every day for 30 days, then you're going to see financial prosperity come because you're going to live out the word of God. And they go, that's good. I was just praying that this morning. That happens all the time. I'll say it, and they'll go, yeah, this morning I was in prayer and saying, if somebody would come to me and say this, that, or the other, I'll know you're hearing me. And I would say whatever this, that, or the other was, and they go, wow, thank you, Pastor. And they would walk away, and i go, oh, it does work. How about, you?" you know, that's good. But I had, did not know, and Megan was saying she's had it as a young child. She would be able to see something and know what was coming next. That's prophecy. So, I'm sorry. Well, if you did 30 minute Bible study or prayer and Bible study together or that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I try to do. I mean, I'm not always saying I'm perfect at it. But anyway, yeah, the more we do it, the better. Hallelujah. Okay, moving on. So discerning of spirits. Does that help you? I understand how to. Okay. Different kinds of tongues, which I, I'm getting to understand more and more. How many appreciate speaking in tongues? My goodness. When, I'm, when my mind is going crazy and I don't know what to do, you, now I've learned. I just start speaking in tongues and it settles me down. It speaking, in speaking, in, speaking in tongues, yeah. I think that's what they would call it. Let me look at the exact wording here. Yeah, different kind of tongues, or speaking in tongues. And then interpretation is where you give a interpretation of what is the, the, the tongue saying. So you speak in the Holy Ghost, and then the Lord will say, the, here's what God is saying from that the utterance of tongues. That would be what the, how the two work together. Right, and some people, God speaks to them. And I went with Pastor when I went to a preaching school, Okay. Right. You're speaking perfect Spanish. Yeah, do, do y'all understand that? Yeah. There is, there is spirit. I speak in tongues, which is a heavenly language. It's not any earthly language. But some people that flow, can flow in this, missionaries can be on the mission field, start speaking in tongues and they say they're in Brazil, perfect Portuguese comes out that they never knew. That has happened again. In, do y'all believe that could happen? Could someone speak in tongues and be a language on earth? It could happen. Different, kinds different kind of tongues means that's the gift of... Because he had Persians. When this broke out, there were Persians listening. There were uh, Macedonians listening. And they heard the people, the disciples speaking in tongues. And they were hearing their own language being said. Isn't that amazing? So that's what the different tongues deal is different actual languages on earth. And then there's the heavenly language that most of us uh, utilize when we're doing this. And then interpretation of tongues is where you will declare in English what the Holy Spirit's saying uh, in the other. Any other questions about today's lesson? Okay, so y'all have homework assignment. You have to ask God what there are the three gifts you're supposed to be used in. And then report back next week to pa- Pastor Bruce. who' will probably be teaching, but I'll remind him that I gave you homework, okay? I I give hundreds, too, if you do really good. Okay, just so you know. I'm a teacher, remember? Megan and I are teachers, so we give our grades, you know, so just expect a grade or whatever. All right, (laughs) let me pray, and we'll, we'll close out our time, then we can go help them any way they need as far as getting ready. Father, we just thank you for your presence. We just thank you for your revealed word and how it helps equip us to better serve you. So bless each one here. Bless those who are coming. And bless the preparation for the meal later that all will come together well in Jesus' name. Amen. All right.